Hello everyone, this is Alvaro Cortez Jr. aka Lance Danger welcoming you back to the Serene Chaos Podcast. Serene Chaos Podcast. This once again is Alvaro Cortez Jr. aka Lance Danger talking some more of my indie comics adventures. Today I will be talking about one of more one of my more experimental webcomics actually called The Cannon Girl. But and you know there is always a but before that you know what's coming yeah that's right let's talk truthful comics go to www.truthfulcomics.com to check out not only all of my web comics but you will find blogs written by co-founder of truthful comics manuel carmona as well as myself also you will find a renewed shop tab that you're going to be able to go to and buy the physical and digital copies of any of our comics like Project New Wave with art by Manuel Carmona, colors by Francisco Rivera, and written by your obedient servant. Or any of my many comics as well such as Nevermind. Uh, give it a look-see and I hope you enjoy our content enough to have you all coming back again? Again? And again. Now, let's talk the Cannon Girl. After having done Fred Peterson the Mighty Warlord, and never mind for a few years now at that point, and just starting out other web comics such as DTF6 or Delta Task Force 6, and Alfred Gomez's Clown, Rogue Assassin. And after dealing with all the whirlwind that was Wepaman y Wepito, I was kind of like, I don't know, I kind of felt like I really needed to do something completely different from what I was doing at that point in time, especially to challenge myself. I was also going through a bit of a phase in my life at that time as well where I was being very introspective or at least more than I usually am and trying to grow not just as an artist but as a person as well because I have always had a very very personal belief that if I wanted to become a better creator I have to become a better person first and foremost and everything else would just fall in line and follow I was reading a lot about philosophy and even though I've always been a huge Bruce Lee fan of the actor and director, I became a big fan of his as well for his writings and philosophies actually and at the time 
I was also really getting into very different comics like Michael Lisner's Dawn and David Max Kabuki and coincidentally enough the anime Ergo Proxy came out as well around that same time and that's pretty much how the Cannon Girl was born. My goal initially with the Cannon Girl uh, was not only to just experiment and grow but in a way I kind of wanted to take tidbits and pieces of things that I had learned that helped me grow as a person and in a way kind of like pay it forward having more people being exposed to these tidbits that had helped broaden my own mind and that kind of helped inspire me and hopefully by pu pushing that forward other people would be inspired as well when I first started publishing it online it actually got pretty popular and pretty fast as well in the forums where I was posting it at the time in Puerto Rico especially compared to my other projects it got so popular that at the time uh, there was a comic book festival in a local mall that I went to in Puerto Rico uh, where I did a very rare appearance as a creator as well uh, and I was there with a lot of colleagues well I was there at my table when one of the sponsors which was an art store uh, the owner she was walking around and stopped on my table and saw that I was giving away a free print of actually one of the strips of the cannon girl and she was so impressed by it she actually grabbed it and asked me if she could hang it in her shop. Of all the webcomics I made at that time, it was actually the most universally praised in terms of story and art, and it definitely pushed my own boundaries quite a bit as well. Especially as a writer, um, I didn't want to rest on my laurels or let it go to my head all the good or bad criticisms that my comics were getting, especially Fred Peterson, The Mighty Warlord, which was the one that was most well known and the one that got like the most criticisms and comments. And it just gave me a huge boost forward and a huge boost of confidence as well. Visually. It was most definitely my most experimental comic and it still really is. A lot of the visual aspects I actually borrowed from anime, believe it or not. Whenever an anime series was running low on its budget or just saving up the budget for certain episodes, uh, the animators were kind of forced to be more creative to be able to do an episode and that would result in a lot of experimental animation. So animes like Neon, Jealousis, um, Neon Genesis Evangelion and Karekano, His and Her Circumstances in English, really helped inspire the aesthetic of the webcomic The Canon Girl. And in terms of designs, the aforementioned Ergo Proxy had a huge influence as well uh, visually in some of the characters, especially the main character. Last year, I actually remade the entire first season of The Cannon Girl as part of the Truthful Comics Edition initiative that I started 
that I would remake an older webcomic whose original artwork had been either lost or destroyed for one reason or another and upgraded the art to be able to be print size at least and to be able to make a physical and digital copies of the comic as well and I also gave it its own dedicated Facebook page too and it was actually one of the web comics that was being shared the most compared to something like Webamani Webito and Nevermind which I also gave their dedicated Facebook pages too. The Cannon Girl probably was getting more shares actually than Nevermind itself even though Nevermind has more followers. So it's kind of interesting to see that dynamic between the readers and what they react to the most. And uh, as of this recording, unfortunately, the Cannon Girl is not available on Indie Planet just yet. The file was sent to Kablam. They did send me my copy to make sure that everything printed out fine and whatnot. I can definitely order more copies uh, for myself, the physical version at least. But it's not up on the Indie Planet shop just yet. Uh, I did get in contact with them and the same problem with Project New Wave issue number 3 as well. Uh, at, over at Kablam, they reassured me that the comics are on queue to be uploaded as soon as possible. But they did inform that over the last year, there's been an unprecedented amount of comics being sold through Indie Planet and comics being published through Kablam. So it's going to take a while and there's no real timetable on when it will be uploaded. But we are definitely looking into alternate ways of making those comics get through to you guys as well. Um, things like the Comic House app that I've spoken about before. Um, it's a subscription app, very much in the same vein of Comixology, except as more indie. Uh, it's pretty much the indie alternative to Comixology, and it's considered the Netflix of comic book streaming for about $5 a month or for something a month, American dollar you'll get access to thousands of indie comics and right now you'll be able to get access to project new wave issues one through three uh for pierce and the mighty warlord prologue i believe the original 12 strips of nevermind is up there as well if not if it's not that one it's actually the truthful comics edition that's up there um i'm sorry i kind of like have it all kind of mixed up i have to kind of um settle down in a way and reorganize a lot of things I'm doing a lot of spring cleaning as well so that kind of uh, messes up my timeline a little bit but anyway in a nutshell that's pretty much how the cannon girl came to be I will be remaking season 2 later this year and hopefully by next year there is going to be a brand new season as always, thank you all so, so, so much for listening to this podcast. This is Season 2, Part 2 of the Serene Chaos Podcast, and we are signing off until the next one. Once again, thank you so much for your attention. Take care, and as always, stay creative, my friends.